Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. I felt like there was such a juxtaposition in my last week. On the one hand, there were incredible highs with children from our our faith celebration with Confirmands on Sunday to the Loveland Showcase where we're at the high school with kids from all of our buildings talking about great activities that they're a part of, to Trunk or Treat here on Thursday where we saw possibly like a thousand people, so many kids more than we've ever had here for that great celebration of fun, and then a Nest fundraiser on Friday night to confirmation this weekend. These were all great moments of celebration and promise, seeing smiling faces, hearing stories from our youth and children and adult leaders about how they're working to make a difference in this community and in the world. These uplifting times were experienced, though, in the midst of so many other challenges in this world. I saw a video this week of injured children wailing in a hospital in Gaza on the verge of running out of fuel, and families continuing to mourn in Israel. And then on Wednesday night, another mass loss of life in Maine as part of the unending cycle of shootings here in our country. Despair and hope are inexorably linked in our world and in our lives of faith. In our Wednesday Bible study, we have been reading the book of Isaiah, and chapter by chapter we hear the prophet mourn the unfaithfulness of the people that's leading to ruin and loss in Jerusalem. And yet the hope and promise of new life to come always follows. We are bound to despair in this life because our sinful, self-centered nature too often leads to division, greed, and violence in the unending cycle of keeping score in the game of humanity where only one team can win. But we cling to our hope through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who shows us a different way, marked by peace justice and unity through our recognized need for each other together in community where the only way we win is by prioritizing the needs of all. Luther knew the costs of war in his own time. The Reformation gave rise to the 30 years war where literally millions died across Europe. And Luther said this about Isaiah's vision of swords being beaten into plowshares. He says, for those who hear and believe this, for what will they contend? If my property, wisdom, and righteousness are of no avail before God, why should I fight it out for them? In the world there is continual war. The self-righteous fight with one another for their righteousness. The godly condemn their own righteousness and accept the verdict of condemnation. False Christians are altogether carnal and worldly, and for this reason they are the instigators of factions and disagreements. 
True Christians, he says, are in beautiful agreement because they hold even everything in contempt for the sake of Christ alone. On this Reformation Sunday, we remember that first day of reform on October 31st, 1517, when Luther nailed those 95 theses to the castle door at Wittenberg, beginning at that chain of events that we now know as the Reformation. Deeply distressed by the scorekeeping going on in the Roman Catholic Church at the time, most notably the sale of indulgences, Luther calls for reforms to recenter the church in the freedom of God's gospel of grace. But we also take caution this day to remember the story of that first celebration of Reformation Sunday on October 31st, 1648. Yes, they were celebrating the posting of the theses in 1517, but as the Thirty-Year War had ended, the German princes also set aside that Sunday to commemorate the great Lutheran victory over the Roman Catholics. What better way could there be to celebrate than to set aside a day to count the Reformation score? Humanity is so prone to keeping score and settling debts against one another that we have to take care that our faith is not corrupted into the same pursuit and then couched in the imagery of faith. This day should never be about celebrating the Reformation score we are celebrating the Reformation spirit. We're celebrating that which never seeks to divide, but rather to draw us together around the truth in the beautiful agreement, as Luther says, in the gospel message of love and grace. Like many before them, we have eight young people that affirm their baptism this weekend, one last night, seven at our 1030 service. This is one of our smaller classes in a while, but that doesn't change the fact that they still have a multiplicity of backgrounds, ideas, convictions, and gifts. We are all unique individuals with our own sets of beliefs that define us at times. But if we were defined by our differences, then I'm sure many of us would not be here. But luckily it is not our differences that define us, it is our unity in Christ. It is our mutual clinging to the cross of the one who saved us, our mutual recognition that we can never make it on our own with our individual scorekeeping. We come together knowing that our present and our future all rest in the gracious arms of God. The heart of the Reformation is the transforming power of the Spirit to reform the church and also reform and transform us. Martin Luther's push towards the reform of the church was born out of a transformation in him. He holds so fast to the justification by grace through faith because he knows personally that without this principle his life was in shambles And the only way that he holds it all together is with the conviction that he has been made free in the death and resurrection of Jesus. The scorekeeping ways of sin and death, while always there before him, are not the ultimate power in his life. And so Luther, though still imperfect, seeks to dedicate his life in loving service to his neighbor, that he know is equally loved and precious to God just as he is. 
Some of the most memorable moments of my ministry are listening to the personal witness of your stories, of the transforming, transforming power of God's love active in your lives. I always find this true with our confirmation students as well. You can see this as you look at their faith folds out in the gathering area today. In these transformational moments, they come into this new time of high school and what a tremendous thing it is for them to cling to their need for God's grace in their lives in this time. And I hope and pray that they remember that the congregation then is a gift to them, a place for them to experience this grace in their lives. And I hope the congregation recognizes that these young people are gifts to the congregation as well, reminding us all of the precious gifts around which we gather as the people of God. Gifts that are continually transforming us as we are drawn more deeply into fellowship together, even as we are being sent out in mission for the sake of of the world. In a world that is keeping score of haves and have-nots, of divisions along political, racial, gender identities, educational, socioeconomic divides, we as the church are called to stand in the midst of divisions with peace, justice, and reconciliation on our lips. And we pray that as these young people make this commitment to their faith this day, they would take up the mantle of being the next generation of Christian leaders living and loving like Jesus in a divided world. I always ask the confirmands to think about the promises that they make today and how they can personally begin to live into them. And I found myself thinking about the challenge while I was at the fundraiser on Friday for our ministry partner, Nest. For roughly a decade now, Prince of Peace has partnered with Nest in their mission to tutor children on the educational margins of our district. These are kids that deal with instability at home, food insecurity, basically all of the challenges that come with childhood poverty here in America. The MC at the event on Friday, in the midst of much silliness and fun of dancing with the stars, took a moment to reflect on the meaning of the work of Nest. She recounted the history of her own father, who was incarcerated for a time, and she wondered aloud if a ministry like Nest had intervened in her father's life to bring him stability, dignity, and hope if things might not have been different for him. She talked then about the mission of Nest being one of equity, as they recognize that some children start out with incredible odds stacked against them. And so they work tirelessly to give those children the same opportunities as others. It is a ministry where scorekeeping is cast aside to make way for the extravagant grace of God that is a gift for everyone. Nest is breaking down divisions to model what a gospel community can look like. And our support and volunteer commitment to assist Nest in their mission is one of many opportunities that these young people have for all of us to say yes to the baptismal commitments to live and love like Jesus, seeking a world restored with grace and peace. 
We gather around the table today to experience the transforming power of God's gifts of grace together. But the transformation doesn't stop when we experience love and grace ourselves. Our experience of the grace of God draws us into the ministry of sharing this love with others. Today is a day of celebration. A celebration for the whole church of Christ, remembering all the saints and reformers that have gone before us, proclaiming with clarity the love of the gospel. It's a day of celebration for our congregation as we welcome new confirmands into the fellowship and mission we share as confirmed members of Prince of Peace. It's a day for all of us to make a renewed commitment to lean more fully into a shared mission and vision together. And above all else, today is a day of celebration of the deep gratitude to our God who loves us in Jesus Christ and calls each one of us to the table where we let go of our scorekeeping, where we let go of whatever it is that draws us from God so that we can instead live into the freedom and the promise of God's love and grace for all. Amen.